and welcome to the Life, Living It and Loving It podcast. I'm your host, Gordon Doan, and today we're going to be talking about the number one secret to success. But before we jump into that, I thought I'd give you my usual weekly update. So obviously we've uh, kicked off the new year, we're well into it now. Hopefully uh, you, you've kicked it off strong, you're ready and raring for uh, what the year ahead uh, will bring us. Obviously, it's going to be uh, slightly challenging again. We're already into a, another national lockdown, um, so it'll be interesting to see how that progresses. Obviously, we've kind of got to adjust and adapt to those uh, new rules as they come in. Um, so hopefully, um, uh, you, you're starting the year strong wherever you are. Uh, this week, I've been doing a little bit more uh, of my uh, piano uh, learning, which has been cool. Um, so spending some time at the piano, losing and learning some music. I've been learning um, John Legend's All of Me, which is pretty cool so uh, one of my favorite songs so um, I've, I've really enjoyed learning that I'm also learning the theory um, behind that as well as I go which is quite cool because I never really did a lot of theory when I was younger in fact I never did too much music or piano at all I got to grade one when I was about 13 14 something like that and kind of gave gave it up then so um, trying to pick some of that stuff up again now is pretty cool um, and it's been really interesting and I recognise some of it um, from when I was younger, uh, but the majority of it I'm learning from scratch. So, for example, a few of the scales I recognised from when I was younger. Uh, as I'm learning more scales, I'm getting more into um, new territory. And obviously, I've been introduced to the circle of fifths, which is pretty cool. It's uh, how it kind of, kind of shows you how strong... Uh, music is structured um, and the sound and the, uh, and, and the picture of the music is kind of all put together uh, in harmony which is really cool and interesting if you're, if you're into that kind of thing so uh, learning about that has been really interesting I've also been out uh, running as well despite the cold weather in fact the cold weather has been a really great opportunity for me to test out some new kit um, so I've got my Mongolia my run out in Mongolia um, in about a year and a, and a bit's time uh, hopefully fingers crossed if we can still do that um, so I've been testing out some cold weather gear um, just testing out some base layers seeing which materials I prefer in terms of the base layers so I've um, been trying out some kind of marine merino wool wool blend uh, base layers and uh, kind of some um, synthetic materials as well um, so um, just identifying which ones um, I prefer in the cold weather so being able to run in minus two minus three degrees has been quite uh, a good a good a good thing for me uh, recently to be able to try out that new kit so that's been really cool i've also been able to do a catch up on a little bit of diy around the house as well over the christmas period which has been uh, good as well i'm not really a fan of diy but it's good to get it out of the way uh, i managed to do it injury free as well uh, which is always a good thing so that's cool so hopefully you guys have kind of um, come out of the new year relaxed, uh, feeling fresh and ready to go. I know I certainly have, um, and I'm looking forward to the year ahead. So I wanted to get into today's topic, um, which is the number one secret to success. And I think, um, you know, over the years, I, I kind of change my answer slightly depending on who I'm speaking to and the kind of phase of life I'm in at the time when people ask me this question. You know, a number of times I've talked about, I usually stick with two two key, key ones and they're usually things like um, having a vision and having that plan of where, uh, of where you want to go. I think that's, that's, that's a real key thing. Um, but without this one that I'm going to talk about today, um, I don't think that that matters too much. And uh, equally, I, I talk about consistency and creating those habits for success uh, and being able to maintain the energy. Um, 
and again, without this thing that we're going to talk about today, that that is irrelevant as well, I think. So um, over the last six months, I've kind of reframed um, what I think the number one key for success is. And I, and I may well do it again in the future. But as it stands today, I think this is really important. Now, we're going to talk about those other things over the coming weeks and months. Um, we're going to talk through how you need a plan and um, how you need to take consistent action but today it's all about looking after yourself. And I think that um, we quite often get into a space where we, you know, we've got our heads down, we've got a plan, we've got a strategy, we're trying to take consistent action, we're filling our days, our day, we're filling our time up uh, with activities that we know is gonna get us towards our goal. But we don't often set aside that time for ourselves um, to, to kind of rest and relax um, and hopefully <clears throat> excuse me hopefully we've had chance to do that over the christmas period but we also need to build it in to our daily habits as well because otherwise we're setting ourselves up for failure and a good example of uh, why this is important is um, if we can remember back to the times when we could fly places when we could get on airplanes it's been what about a year and a half maybe even longer since I was on the last, last on an aeroplane now. Um, I don't know how long it is for you guys, but obviously um, I don't think we're going to be going anywhere for a while either. Uh, but if we can cast our minds back to the last time we were on a plane, when you get on a plane, you sit down, uh, and just before takeoff, they do the safety brief. So um, the pilot or um, the... Um, attendants come on come on uh, kind of the PA system across the plane and go through the safety brief and one of the portions of the safety brief is all about uh, what to do when the oxygen masks fall down in case of emergency so the instructions they give you for the oxygen mask is to make sure that you put your own mask on first and then help those around you so whether that's people in your party or they just happen to be random people sat next to you put your own mask on first then help the people around you. And the reasoning for this is quite simple. If um, the oxygen is sucked out from the plane for whatever reason, whether that's due to a um, system malfunction or, or an accident, whatever it may be, if that oxygen is removed from the um, uh, cabin of the plane, then obviously once the oxygen's gone, it doesn't take very long for you to obviously pass out from uh, oxygen deprivation. So if, if you help somebody else put their mask on first by the time you've got yours on or by the time you finish putting somebody else's mask on you'll actually be deprived of oxygen and you won't be able then to put your own mask on which means then you can't help the person the other side of you or anybody else for that matter um, so the instruction is to put your own mask on first because then you can help other people so even if they've passed out next to you you could put their mask on them and within a few seconds they'll start breathing in the oxygen from the um, from the mask that you've just put on them and the theory is that they should be they should be then be fine so, but if, if you've not done your own first, you're not in a position then to help other people. So you've got to help yourself first before you're in a position to help other people. Uh, and I think a lot of us go through life trying to help other people, whether that's our family, whether it's our friends, whether it's our employees, our colleagues, whatever it may be. We go through life trying to help all these other people, but we very rarely take the time to help ourselves. And there are two ways that 
I think we need to help ourselves. Obviously, we've got to help ourselves physically and we've also got to help ourselves emotionally, mentally as well. Um, so examples of kind of physically helping ourselves is, you know, something as simple as just getting some fresh air, um, getting outside, opening a window and getting some fresh air. I think that's really important. Um, obviously, exercising. Um, exercising is going to help us physically as well. Uh, sleeping, whether that's getting the right amount of sleep, uh, getting to sleep quick enough, you know, know um, having a good quality sleep is really important as well uh, eating right is also another way of physically helping ourselves as well and making sure that we're kind of giving our body um, the nutrients and the products it needs to be able to sustain itself over the long term in terms of emotionally helping ourselves you know we've got to help ourselves to reduce our stress as much as possible um, we've got to create a, a good space for ourselves to think because if our, our minds are always busy if they're always operating at a hundred percent and they've kind of not got that room to think if instead of being able to think about the next step if we're worrying about other things you know that's going to create stress uh, and slow us down in achieving our goals so some of the examples I have of the things I do to um, help us help myself in this space. So obviously I get plenty of fresh air because I walk uh, walk the dog uh, and run with my dog as well. So I do both of those things to make sure I stay physically active. You know I find that getting out for a walk or a run actually improves my energy levels as well. It not only gets me some fresh air, it gets me some sunshine. Well maybe not at this time of year. It doesn't get us too much sunshine, but throughout the spring summer um, you know there's plenty of sunshine to be had absorb that vitamin d um, is going to help you tremendously um, and getting your heart rate up if, you, if i'm running or, or sprinting or whatever that may be if i get that heart rate up you know that's going to help me cardiovascularly vascularly uh, it's going to help you know, with my breathing, um, it's keeping my asthma at bay. Uh, you know, I have very mild asthma nowadays, but when I was younger, I had quite severe asthma. So I very rarely have to take my inhaler anymore. Um, so doing things like that exercise really helps me out. In terms of um, creating a space to think, I do uh, meditation. You know, I've talked about that here on the podcast quite a bit. I do meditation every night before I go to bed. Um, it allows me to kind of empty my mind, uh, allows me space to think. Sometimes some really important goals or objectives, tasks that I need to do crop up during that meditation time, which is really cool because I've created an environment that allows me to think and, and have that space to to do that kind of mental processing of what's happened that day. So some things, some really cool things can pop out um, during that time that I meditate. But the other um, side benefit of doing that meditation just before I go to bed is normally once I've meditated, I'm asleep within five minutes of finishing meditation because I've kind of calmed my mind down. I've reduced the stress that I'm thinking about. I've prioritized the things that I need to do for the next day. So I'm, I've reduced my anxiety, which allows me to get to sleep a lot quicker, which allows me to have the correct sleep uh, amount of sleep that I need to be able to function at 100% the next day. So that's really cool. Um, I obviously listen to a lot of music, you know, I've just talked about um, learning the piano, um, but 
music for me it can be another form of meditation so during the day i quite often have music on while i'm working i enjoy a background noise but if i'm particularly stressed if i'm worried about something i might just stop working for five minutes or three minutes uh, put on a set of headphones and listen to one of my favorite songs because when i when i put my headphones on i close my eyes I can kind of just focus on the music and that again frees my mind up. It becomes a form of meditation for me, um, which is really cool. And that allows me to reset. And then when I take the headphones back off again, I can, I, I've kind of already aligned in my mind what my next step needs to be, what my next action needs to be to be able to achieve the goal that I'm working on at that moment in time. So that's a really cool way for me um, to do that. I also, um, in terms of emotionally as well, we've just talked about a couple of things, but I also create space to do the things that I enjoy because there's no point working if we're not going to do the things that we love as well. So this podcast is all about living a life that we love. And I think that a lot of people think that we've got to be head down working the whole time but we've actually got to create a bit of space for us to do those things that we enjoy otherwise what's the point you know um, I always kind of go through life um, you know tomorrow is never promised so you've kind of got to make the most of life today you know I, I, I've known a couple of people who have retired um, and then following retirement they've passed away unfortunately within weeks or months of retiring so they've never got to those things that they've enjoyed doing so to be able to live that life that we love we've got to be able to enjoy life as we go through it so by creating a bit of time each day each week to do those things that we really enjoy doing you know we're going to make sure that we get there so for me it's spending a little bit of time each day learning to play the piano so uh, 15 minutes a day is my absolute minimum that I try and aim for uh, you know in the last three four months since I've started playing I may have missed two or three days in total with no practice so my minimum is 15 minutes a day quite often once I get going you know even if it's late at night um, I might um, spend an hour an hour and a half at weekends something like that because I get into it and um, I really enjoy spending the time doing that so whatever that is for you you need to kind of have a think and schedule some time and maybe it's reading a good book maybe it's spending time with family friends whatever you need to schedule some time to do those things that you enjoy uh so so that we're loving that life as, as we go through it uh, and there's a quote that i want to read to you it's from a lady called joyce mayer um and she says wisdom is choosing to do now what you will be happy with later on wisdom is choosing to do now what you will be happy with later on and by doing each of those things that I just talked about, so those examples for myself personally, whether that's uh, running, whether it's meditating, whether it's listening to music, whatever it is, um, you know, none of those things are going to be things that I regret further down the line. You know, I've never heard anybody later on in life, uh, you know, talking about, oh, they wish they didn't run as much or they didn't learn to play an instrument as much. Uh, or I did, did wish they didn't read as much or, or spend as much time with family and friends. So you've kind of got to be wise and utilise that wisdom of choosing to do now what you will be happy with later on. Now, obviously, there's a balance to be struck. You can't just do those things that are your 
happiest go-to things to do all the time because obviously we've got to work we've got to uh, be able to operate and do other things as well so there's a balance to be struck but we've got to make sure that we spend time dedicated time each day to do those things and like i say we're uh, for overall a couple of hours each day um so if i put add together the time so i walk snow in the morning for about half an hour um unless i'm running in which case it's slightly longer um and i walk up for half an hour in the evenings as well um so on average probably about an hour and 20 minutes if i include the three four days a week i do running depending on which week it is in my training plan um so usually an hour and a half day doing that and then a minimum of 15 minutes of piano practice usually longer once i get going and then my meditation and stuff so that's a couple of hours each day i'm spending on looking after myself in terms of both my physical physical um physicality and emotionally and i think that if you look at successful people they all spend a lot of time looking after themselves uh, and doing the things that they love um so we've got to make sure that we schedule that time in to allow us to do that i think life you know obviously there's a whole load of issues in life we come up against uh, difficulties challenges um obviously this last year has been full of them with covid and the number of lockdowns that we've had and the changing rules and and how we can operate day to day you know there's a whole load of challenges but life is not just about defensively seeing off each of those issues each of those problems there are also a uh, positive advances that we can be that can be had as well and if we're not doing those positive advances things like looking after ourselves and things like doing the things we enjoy then we we're slowly grinding ourselves down with those um, attacks the, with those problems that we're facing with those challenges that are cropping up and we need to find a way of maintaining our energy levels to ensure we reach the level of success that we want so obviously we need to have energy um, for for all the activities that we need to do whether we're um, starting a new business whether you're um, looking for a promotion in your current job you know we need um, an, a certain amount of energy to be able to do that stuff and to be able to do that stuff really well um, so we need to find how uh, we can best raise our energy levels throughout the day and keep those energy levels really high. Um, you know, when we're saying yes to other people, so people are asking us things and we're saying yes to them, we need to make sure that we're not saying no to ourselves. How many times do we help other people and, it, and it's detrimental to ourselves, to our own well-being. You know, we, we've really got to stop doing that. And I'm not saying stop helping other people. I think, in fact, I think it's really critical that we help other people and we make that a focus. I think um, it makes the world a better place. And, um, you know, there's obviously uh, a lot of inherent benefit with that. But we've got to make sure that we don't do it at a detriment to ourselves because similar to the plain mask scenario, you know, if we're helping other people and it's having a negative effect on us, then there's only so many times we'll be able to help other people going forward if we become ill as a result of that if we become stressed as a result of that if we um, have other issues as a result of that so we need to put ourselves in a place where we can say yes to other people and i think looking after yourself should enable you to give the world of 
the best of you. So it really should. So when you're looking after yourself, it should enable you to give the world the very best of you, not what's left of you. I think if 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 you're putting so much pressure and stress on yourself, um, then you're you're just giving the world and people around you what's left of you, and that's not best for you, and that's not best for them either. So you need to be able to put them in. A, you, you need to be able to put yourself in a situation where you can give everybody the very best of you and I think that so many of us forget about that and we try to keep giving to people or to those around us whether that's family friends colleagues whatever whoever that is um, you know we, we try and keep giving bits of ourselves and whether that's just time you know some some people are just time sinks you know you, you might spend an hour with them trying to fix a problem giving them advice and then they go and do something entirely different anyway um, so we've got to strike that balance with helping others and looking after ourselves enough so that we can still help the others and give them the best of ourselves and at the end of the day we need to look after ourselves because there's only one of you and you know you are irreplaceable every person listening to this podcast every person around you is irreplaceable so we need to look after ourselves as a community and make sure that we work together um, and help each other when we see that people need help and that might be just pointing out that somebody's um been acting slightly differently lately is looking more tired maybe people need a bit more rest maybe we can help them to do that but first of all we need to help ourselves and put ourselves in a position where we're able to help other people so hopefully that episode's helped uh, and given us some things to think about so I think the kind of key actions, the key takeaways from this episode is to make sure that we find ways to look after ourselves, both physically and emotionally, whether that's um, getting out, exercising, sleeping right, eating right, uh, reducing our stress levels, giving ourselves a bit of space to think, you know, and there's dozens of ways dozens and dozens of other ways to be able to look after ourselves as well it's identifying what works for us if you're a cyclist let's get out set some time aside so you can do that if you enjoy um, writing books or writing comics whatever it may be let's set some time aside to do that as well and it's about taking some dedicated time each day to look after ourselves so like i say hopefully that's been helpful Um, Thank you very much for listening. I've been Gordon Doan. You guys have been great. And we'll see you next week. Let's go.